Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. everybody to the Gramlick and MacLean podcast presented by our great friends over at Ingles. We continue to give you ACC football coverage all year long because football never stops. Last week, we really dove in on the Clemson Tigers. We've got a lot of Clemson content up there right now on our YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, everywhere, social media, go check it out. This week, we're going to dive in on the team that played in the ACC championship against Clemson, the North Carolina Tar Heels. And Matt continues to flaunt, if you're watching us on YouTube, that he has free gear that he's gotten from every school. And I'm just sitting here, even though I'm honestly fine right now because nothing fits me. So don't send me anything yet. But Matt gets all that gear. Yeah, I, I could send you my stuff and it would fit you perfectly. Honestly, so, yes. um, yeah, this one's pretty cool, right? It's got some cool designs. I like that one. It's a really, this. This might be one of the better things that I've ever received. So shout out Jeremy Sharp. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Coach Mac Brown and the uh, the Tar Heels for hooking your boy up because this is cool. I get a lot of compliments uh, when I do wear this. And people say, did you play for Carolina? I said, no, 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 no. You said, yeah. Just... You say, yeah, I hooped. I hooped. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, dang. That's a good one. That Okay. The game has changed. That's what I'm saying now. Uh, I'll go and find when they won all those championships. I think they had a string of them in a row there. Yeah. I'll uh, – I'll be on those teams for sure. <laughs> That's easy. People will believe it. You were, you know, yeah. a, a backup four, maybe. Okay, come on. Let me get. It. I'm Tyler Hansborough. We're similar heights. Like, come on. Well, but people will remember that, Max. So you've got to say, you know, I I played a yeah, little but, bit. But they'll be like, oh yeah, you kind of look like him, or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> people don't know. People. Don't I'm not sure. Her. I see the resemblance. <laughs> I'm not seeing it. But speaking of UNC, we have a an exciting guest. We're so super excited to have him on today, and we appreciate his time. We know, and we've kind of said this, and you might be tired of hearing it, but these NFL guys or future NFL guys right now are so busy. And yeah. so the fact that they're giving us 20 minutes of their time. It's very nice. Very nice. We really, really appreciate that. So, Mac, tell us a little more about who we're going to be chatting with today. Come on, KG. Well, you, you talk about being busy. I mean, Josh Downs, our guy, wide receiver, former wide receiver from North Carolina there, the UNC Tar Heels. Uh, yeah, we were trying to get him for a while. I was going back and forth, all these different things, and he's just got all these visits and things and whatever lined up. And, and so then on the day, day before we're supposed to do this, he had a photo shoot with uh, uh, Panini. You'll hear that in a Ooh. second here, uh, the card company. And, uh, you know, he was doing some some workouts and things like that, and they were capturing, you know, some some cool content for him. And so we had it planned after that because he was busy the next day. And then he hits me up and said, hey, you know, the workout's in a little sooner. Can we do it tonight? Well, tonight was also the same day that I was calling that game in Seattle. So there's a lot going on. And then I hit up KG. KG was at practices, at shoot-arounds, and whatever. And we all figured it out. We got a time. And we got together and uh, it was beautiful. It was wonderful to talk with our guy, Josh. He was back home in Atlanta, hanging out with his family. We, we saw dad before, yes. got to talk to him. Uh, that, I don't think that was recorded. Maybe it was, <laughs> um, but that was cool meeting him. And uh, just talking all things with Josh Downs about why he went to North Carolina, the cool things that he's doing now, um, what he likes about his game most. So really fun conversation. But before we jump into that, we do want to tell you about our great friends over at Ingles. That's right, Mac. And there's so many things that our listeners might not realize about Ingles, that they have more organics than anybody out there. They run their own dairy. 
USDA Choice Meat, you may have heard about that because that's all Mac wants to talk about. They have more <laughs> local craft beer than any other store you're going to find. They professionally slice and package imported cheeses from Europe if you want to be fancy and impress your friends. They have great partnerships with local farms and, and local businesses and all that. So before we get to Josh Downs, let's hear some more from Ingles. Did you know that Ingles sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Josh Downs, man, welcome into the show. We, we had a little scheduling change. You're doing panini shoots. You're doing all these different things. You're all over the place. How's it been, my man? Man, it's been good. Just life after being a North Carolina Tar Heel, man. I mean, it's great. I'm just getting ready for the draft, getting ready to take it to the next level. So I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I, I love that, man. And that's actually, I, I want to start with UNC a little bit. I've got my Carolina blue on. I'm representing uh, the, the appropriate way. And I, I want to go back to your decision on, you know, why you decided on UNC. And I know you're you're a hometown guy and, and that's important to you and all those different things. But, you know, when, when you see that program, what ultimately led you to to want to go there? Yeah, I'll just say um, when I was in high school, uh, the biggest thing, of course, was Dre Bly and Mac Brown coming back to UNC. So when Dre got the job, immediately he texted me. He's like, man, he's like, I'm at UNC, yada, yada, yada. got to come visit this, that. So I'm listening, but at the same time, I'm like, it's UNC. Like, it is what it is. But so then as time went on, I think a week or two, he was like, we're about to get Sam Howe to flip from Florida State. And I already knew Sam was really elite because high school, we did, we I, there was a few camps and a few seven-on-sevens that I seen him at and threw with him. So I was like, Okay. I was like, if y'all get this, I was like, I'm, I might have to actually pay attention a little bit. So Sam flipped on signing day and I was like, hold up. So I was like, Let, let's take a step back now. So then I really was like, yeah, let me, let me, let me see what Carolina's talking about. Talk to Phil Longo, talk to coach Galloway. Um, it just lined up perfectly. I felt like I knew Daz and Deami were still there my freshman year, but I was like, um, Daz will be on the senior year. Deami will be on his junior. I felt like I could um, get in there and do some damage. So I was like, let me, let me go to UNC. Uh, t- took a gamble, really. I mean, it, it was a good, great coaching staff, great quarterback, but you never know. I mean, the last two years before that, they was they were struggling. So I was like, it's, it's a gamble, but I felt like it was, it was the right place for me uh, after praying and all that. So went to UNC. Josh, I appreciate your honesty there. And also, you know, it was a gamble and it, it paid off for you for sure. You bring up Sam Howell, you play with a guy like Sam Howell, and then you think, okay, it, it can't get much better than playing with a guy like Sam Howell. And then you've got Drake May and, and how good he was. So I, I would love if you could kind of compare the two and just how great it was for you to play with both of those guys in your college career. Yeah, really a blessing. I mean, not, not a lot of people get two NFL caliber quarterbacks back to back. Um, Drake came in and uh, he, he had a year to really like learn from Sam, get under his wing. Um, Drake and Sam, they're like, they're very good friends. So they're both from Charlotte. So they've known each other for a while. So I say uh, Drake, Sam being there like last year, uh, it helped Drake develop into the player he was this year. But having Sam that first year, just a guy that's going to go out there, put his body on the line, gamer, great ball, very smart, just a ball player. And then kind of throw Drake in there, 6'5", Tom Brady prototypical, but he can run a little bit too. So 
I mean, having both of those guys in there was it was crazy. I mean, having a guy that can put a ball anywhere, anytime, um, all I had to do was give him a little separation. So I felt like having having Sam my first year was very well was very good for me because I was inexperienced, but he was an experienced quarterback. And then my second year uh, playing a lot, I was an experienced receiver and Drake was an inexperienced QB. So just giving him me and Antoine, giving him those reliable targets. I think it helped Drake as well. And then, I mean, Sam is a great player. He, he had Deami and Daz before us. So I feel like they're both great in their own way. Um, they, they got different attributes, but both both of them are real competitive gamers. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I loved how you, you dove into that a little bit, looking at their body types and maybe, you know, different things they can do. But but how about as a passer? And, and for you as a pass catcher, what, what is different about their arms, the, the way they throw the ball? Was there any type of adjustment that you had to make? Because, I mean, you had that unbelievable year, you know, 14, 1,500 yards, and then we're like, surely you can't do it again, and, and you do. Yeah, so i say it wasn't a lot as, as much of adjusting as it was just seeing a new person in the backfield. Uh, Drake just a little taller. A little taller, um, you can see him a little better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you Drake about 6'5", six, 6'4", six, so, you know, he got that extra range on him. But i say – um, it was, it wasn't much of an adjustment. We have a, when, when a quarterback is great, I feel like he can, he can hit a target either way. So for me, it was just getting the timing down. Um, just, just adjusting to a new quarterback, of course, cause you got to get the time down. But once, once me and Drake got, got the connection, I felt like it was, it was there. I mean, I missed a few games, um, of course. And then I, and the off season, I didn't get to do a lot because I was, I was hurt as well. So I feel like I didn't get as much time with Drake. Really me and Drake was like, I did some spring ball practices. I didn't do fall camp at all. And then I went in the first game. I was like, they were like, all right, he's he's ready now. And it was like, just go in there and play. So I feel like it wasn't much of an adjustment when you have a great quarterback. They're they going to put it on the money. So when, when you, you you talk about that, because that was something I was very interested in, just because there was a quarterback battle, and maybe there really was. Um, and, and then, you know, with you being injured and, and not being available for that, you know, like chemistry and stuff, how were you guys able to, to develop that so quickly? Because as you mentioned – you go down, Drake kind of has to figure out everything else on his own, figure out who can who can make plays. But how were you and he, he able to to build that chemistry? It looked like you've been playing for years together. Yeah, I feel like just um, like at the end of the day, I feel like being a football player is being a football player. So I feel like if you put a great quarterback with a great receiver, I feel like they'll make money. Um, either way, we had a good old line blocking for him too. So I felt like uh, the timing was going to be there just because Drake is a phenomenal player, and I feel like I'm a very good pass catcher. So I feel like it was it was going to be there either way. And just being around somebody, like not you don't even have to be on the field with somebody, but just being around them every day, um, just talking to them, getting a better relationship, I feel that that, that helps to on the field as well. So I feel like even though I wasn't playing, I was always around. I'm still talking, still chopping up with him. Uh, he's always telling me, I'm waiting for you to come back, get out there, make some plays. And I'm like, I'm ready too. So. It was just on some like we were just eager to play and then the the timing just made itself it worked itself out. I think when when people think Mac Brown, perhaps they first think Texas and of course the national title and all that. But I think for the North Carolina and him coming back to, to UNC, I think of almost this lovable grandpa figure who wears Jordans, you know, it's kind of his vibe. Um, can you give us some insight? I mean, what's it what's it like to play for Mac Brown? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, the outside image is that like he's loving grandpa with <laughs> but like, nah, Mac definitely gonna he gonna he gonna get on you. He's he's a great coach. He's good. He's uh manages everybody. He keeps everything running good. So I feel like Mac, um, Mac is a coach that takes care of you uh, when you're there and when you leave. Um, and, but he's also hard on you. He's he he was hard on me. He held me to a higher standard. So I felt like 
Um, he just he, he expected me to make a lot of plays, um, and he and I'm thanking for that because I, I want to be the guy that is supposed to make a lot of plays. But yeah, Mac Mac's a great coach. He's very hard on his players, but he's very loving of his players too. Well, you, you talk about making those plays, and I had mentioned it earlier the the, the amazing season that you had, and everyone's like, surely you can't do it again. And, and how was that going into you know th- this this past year where you knew, man, you, you were going to be bracketed, you're going to be doubled, there was going to be safety help over the top. And still, you were able to do your thing and, and just go crazy. Like, how do I guess do you approach the game when you know that's coming? Do you change your routes? Do you try to speed things up? What did that look like? Yeah, I say the biggest thing for me, like I knew that was going to happen going into the season, but then I got like I had, I had those a few injuries, so it, it kind of like sidetracked me to where like it wasn't even a matter of like, dang, if I get in the game, I'm gonna get double team. It was just a matter of I need to be in the game, like I need to be on the field and play. So I feel like. Um, I knew teams were going to double me. I knew that those teams, they, they come up to me after the game like, dang, man, the whole game plan was just to stop you. So I knew that was going to happen a few times. But at the end of the day, Coach Longo, was, he was making plays. He was trying to make plays for me to make plays as well because he know like, okay, if they're doing something to stop you, I can do something to get you open. So I feel like Coach Longo helping me out there. Um, Drake trusted me because there was a lot of scenarios this season when um, I just went up and caught the ball. He put it in a great place where I could go get it, and I just went up and got it because um, a lot of it's like a few times the defender was there, I guess. So I uh, just had to go make a play. And then, yeah, like first year, uh, a lot more one on one scenarios where I can just make make moves and get separation this year. OK, we already know who this cat is. So um, we're not going to let him get the freedom of just having one person to be like, he got to beat this dude and this dude. And then the second dude, it's like, OK, I got to just make a play on you now. Let's just go up and see who's going to go get this ball. So I feel like, yeah, that was the biggest thing, just being more aggressive with the ball in the air, um, being more precise with my routes and all that. Josh, and then when the season ends, you know, you kind of have to flip the switch and get start training for the combine and start looking ahead. And the combine is such an interesting situation because, as Mac always says, it's not football. It's mm-hmm. almost everything else. So what was that like for you? Where did you go? What was your kind of mindset when you were training for the combine? Yeah, so I went to South Florida, um, went to XPE with uh, Tony Villani, Matt Gates. Um, it was a very good process. I love being down there in South Florida. Great weather, um, great coaches as well. I mean, with just a lot of guys getting after it. Uh, Jordan Addison was down there too, so y'all y'all know Jordan. Uh, so it was, it was good to – A.T. Perry was down there too, so it was good to meet other players oh, that I was in the same conference with. So, yeah. Um, but I'd say every day was just going in there to work. I mean, just keeping my same work ethic. Uh, we had two days pretty much every day, so um, I wasn't going to miss a workout. I was going to do extra reps when I could. Um, when I felt like my body was there and then just just continuously studying the game, just watching the tape, just learning everything possible for the combine. And then when you get to the combine, like it's so different than everybody would make it out, make it out the scene. Like you think you just go there and you run like, no, you go there, you go there on, let's say Monday, you're not getting on the field till Friday. So it's like, like that, that's what the fans don't see that. I didn't even know that. Like I'm thinking you get there Tuesday, you on the field Thursday, you get into it. No, no, you going meetings 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 and then boom all right now go run and jump and run routes so it's like it's 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 a blessing to be there for sure like I, sure. I, i'm so grateful i was invited and i could just showcase some of my skills um but i say the, the combine is of course a test i mean it's a test the league mm-hmm. is seen who's ready and who, who put in the work and i mean it it shows like okay who did put in the work so those meetings are so fascinating to me because you hear kind of the horror stories of like the weird questions guys get and stuff. Mm-hmm. What what was your experience with those meetings? I would say I didn't get a lot of weird like questions like 
huh? I went. I had a meeting with the Bears, and as soon as I walked in, they they were like, "All right, get up." I'm like, "All right," and they're like, "Let's let's go. Let's play putt putt." And I was like, "So the coach literally pulls out a golf club, and it has a little green, and we hit it." I mean, I missed the hole, but I was like, "Man, I'm like, I, I was like, dang, like I'm like." Now I say going like it, it it's a lot different because you seen like coaches that you see on television. Like I walked in, I used to be a Saints fan since I was a kid, and Sean Payton just got the job with the Broncos. And I walked in the Broncos room and the whole staff in there, and Sean Payton just looking at me like, nice to meet you. And I'm just like, dang, I saw you won a Super Bowl in like 2011 or whatever. Well, I'm like, I seen you won that Super Bowl. I'm like, bruh. Like you don't even understand how crazy this is to me. So, but it's 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 a surreal experience. But um, it's definitely it's definitely good to be there. How did you feel? I'm so intrigued just to hear different guys' attitude on it. You know, thought process, all these different things. Because you know, the the, the guys that we've spoken to so far, it's like you're doing interviews till midnight. You're waking up at six a.m. and starting it over. And then, oh by the way, you have to go and perform at your peak level. So. You've been real with us this whole interview, which I greatly appreciate it. But how did you feel by the time it was time to perform? It was time to go on the field. Are you exhausted? Are you mentally drained? What does all that look like? Yeah, I mean, the the mentally drained part is definitely probably there. But it's it's so like they the trainers tell you over and over again, like the combine is not what y'all think, like this, that. And I believe them. But at the same time, I was like, it's not that bad. But right. it is a lot of like it's a lot of meetings, a lot of just go here, go there, go here, go there. And you're, you're walking around on your legs all the time. You sit down sometimes, but you're walking around a lot. You're standing up a lot. And that, that wears and tears on your legs, even though you're not doing much because you're just standing there letting the blood flow. So it's just getting to Saturday. It was like, okay, like, dang, like, of course you're not going to feel the best. You haven't had good nights of sleep. It's cold in Indiana. Like, come on, like, you're not going to feel your best, but it's like, I got to put on the best show of my life right here in front of all these coaches. So you do you trust the training, go out there, put the work in, put put my faith in God and and go from there. So, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. So walk us in that meeting too, because I'm very interested in that because you you talk about that it was like surreal. It was like a dream seeing this guy. It's your favorite, you know, team, your head coach. Mm-hmm. What what kind of things were, were they asking you? Are you talking ball? Do they just want to get to know who you are? What what is what did that team meeting with Sean Payton uh look like? So yeah, the, the well, I mean, I'll take it to the Broncos one. So just walked in there, chopped it up. Nice to meet you. So then they they showed me some of their formations. They so, showed me some of their plays, and they were like, "Okay, like here's a few plays, here's a few formations, and we're gonna come back to these after we watch some of your tape." So then we watched some of my tape, watched by like 10, 12 plays. Boom! As we're watching my plays, he's like asking me about their plays, their routes, their formations. They're just kind of kind of gathering if you have. If you have football IQ, if you can pick up on stuff quick. So, um, and then, I mean, just just having to watch your tape. And then he says, okay, what was that formation called? And he pulls up a card and it's like, okay, you got to remember that off the, off the top. Like, oh, yeah, it's this. So, it's, at the same time, you're like, okay, you're watching the tape. But I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I know I got to remember this two-by-two formation right. in about five <laughs> seconds. So, like, you, you try to like pay attention. You're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, you're like, I know he's gonna ask this now in, like, in the next thirty seconds. So right. I feel like, yeah, a lot of the meetings were like that though. Just just trying to gather a sense of if you can adjust quick, learn quick under pressure. Oof. That's intense. I mean, that is forget the on the field stuff. Like that's a an actual test throughout yeah. the whole week. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. So Josh, I know you probably 
I, I don't know, maybe some of these guys ask you this question, but we'll ask you this question. Uh, if an NFL team, whatever NFL team drafts you, what are they getting when they draft Josh Downs? Getting a very high level, skilled receiver, athletic, quick, fast, um, can play everywhere, can make plays, everyone on the field, um, all around dog, and the probably the most competitive person on the team that they're going to have as well and to go at it every day and work harder than anybody. Come on, man. Oh. You're done. I just submitted it. We're, we're drafting. We're drafting. <laughs> uh, hey, what, what's the plan? What's the plans moving forward? When's pro day? Uh, what, what's your schedule look like moving forward? And and maybe a little draft schedule too. Are you, are you doing something big with a fam? What's the plan there? Yeah. So right now I'm in Atlanta. I'm at, I'm at the crib right now with my family. Um, so I'm working out down here, uh, working out this place called Adapt, getting some lifts in, rehab, some skill work. So I'm doing there. And then I go to North Carolina on next Tuesday. I go to North Carolina um, for about five days. And, and then pro day is the 27th. And then I'm staying in North Carolina from like the 27th, from like the 22nd to like April. I don't know exactly. Probably like April mm, for a minute. I'm going to be in North Carolina for a minute. And then I go from North Carolina back home. And then for the draft, I'm not sure yet. Uh, might might probably do some at the, at the house. Um, but is there's also always a possibility I might actually go to the draft. So I don't oh, I don't nice. know yet. So we'll we'll see uh for sure what's happening. There you go, man. Well a dream come true. I know you're so close. Uh excited for you, man. Appreciate you joining us today. <laughs> nah, yes, sir. I appreciate you. Thanks again to our guy Josh for hanging out. I enjoyed Mac hearing some of the frankly weird stories of what teams were asking him to do. I think he had to play putt-putt with someone at, at the combine, and I'm sure it just gets weirder. I, he, he said it was pretty chill, but overall, this NFL draft process is is just fascinating. And we talked about it with Trenton Simpson, too. Like it, It's just a continuous job interview that's both physical and mental, but a lot yeah. of mental. And there's that's a right. lot going on there, Mac. Well, I, I appreciated his realness and his frankness about it. You know, some guys yeah. are super hush hush or whatever, and Josh just laid it out there. And you know, he he told us that he did miss the putt, so I I, yeah. I appreciate so, that. Don't know what that means. The, the realness there. Um, I don't know how that translates to football, but I'm sure they will they will try to figure that out. But yeah, it was it was cool hearing and and you know just seeing the the different things that they did and how cool it was for him saying. You know, I grew up a, a Saints fan. I grew up watching, you know, Sean Payton. And then I yeah. had a meeting. I walk in and he's sitting right there. I mean, what a surreal moment for him. And and looking at what the Broncos need to do, get weapons, get surrounded. You know, that cast, is that maybe a, a, a later selection that maybe, you know, they go with or, or if they try to trade up and, and find Josh in the back half of the second round or first round, excuse me, do they try to do that? So I'm going to be really interested to see kind of how that whole process goes for him. It was cool to hear his plans. He might still go to the draft. Maybe he'll be at home. Uh, but a really fun interview. No question, mm -hmm. KG. Oh, and Mac, I should add this because I'm realizing now. The interview we did with Josh, I was at ESPN, so I had full hair and makeup on. So if my current state is shocking to you, I apologize. Not necessarily to Mac, but to any viewers. It just shows the power of hair and makeup. I can... <laughs> Be transformed. And then right now, I literally, I have my hair, but I have no makeup on. So I, if I scare anybody, great. my apologies. <laughs> we want to finish up this episode with this. And we, again, talking about Josh, just released last week, Mel Kuyper from ESPN released his updated NFL draft big board. And he had his top 10 wide receivers here. 
three ACC wide receivers made the cut, plus Jordan Addison, who <laughs> won the Bolitnikoff a year ago at Pittsburgh. So interesting for guys that have played in the ACC. Josh Downs came in at sixth. Here's the list, Mac. Mm-hmm. I just want your overall thoughts. Zay Flowers is number one from Boston College. Jackson on, Smith in Jigba, number two from Ohio State. Jordan Addison from Southern Cal and Pitt, third. Quentin Johnson, TCU, fourth. Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee, fifth. Josh Downs, UNC, sixth. Jaden Reed from Michigan State, seventh. Cedric Tillman, Tennessee, eighth. A.T. Perry from Wake Forest at nine. And Tank Dell from Houston at 10. That's a great name, by the way. I do not dispute Zay Flowers at one, but you and I were talking about this before we came on air here. Josh Downs and Zay Flowers are in many ways carbon copies of each other. So how is Zay one and Josh Downs sixth, Mac? Yeah, it's super interesting. I I think that deservedly so, you know, looking at Zay and the amount of excitement kind of post BC that he's been able to create for himself. But with that, and if you're going to do that, you've got to give Josh Downs more love. I mean, that's, that's kind of my deal there. And, and, you know, we, we went back and forth a lot talking about who would you take? Would you take this guy? Would you Mm -hmm. take that guy? And, And I think we both said, Zay, but then when you really dive into it and, and you look at both their games, and, and we said, look, we said both these guys are going to be drafted and be really good pros. Oh, yeah. But when you look at who's proved it more, who's proved it hmm. better, Josh Downs ha- has been the guy, has has everyone knows he's the guy, and still is unstoppable. Now, we did say he's had better quarterbacks, and, and he's been in a system that allows him to flourish a little bit better. But at the end of the day, we've seen it time and time again that he's able to do these type of things. So for me, man, you, you got to give him more love. You have to give him more credit. And, and the interesting thing too, KG, when I look at this list, um, you know, Quentin Johnson and Jalen Hyatt are the two above him right. that you know, maybe I think he he could jump a little bit ahead there. Those are bigger guys. And what's interesting when I talk to Eddie Royal, when I talk to EJ Manuel about okay, if if you, you this or that, and this was back when Tutu Atwell was was still in school. Um, I said, you know, which receiver would you rather have? They said, we want the small shifty guy, the guy that can get off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that that can just light you up. And so for me, that's Josh Downs. So I I think he needs to be a little bit higher. I think he's going to sneak into the back end of the first round because he's just – he's a heck of a ball player. He is 100%. And it's just surprising to me to see Zay and Josh – that far apart when yeah. – and you and – Mac and I were talking before, and we're not going to bore you with this, just going through their numbers. But if you mm-hmm. go through height and weight, Zay does have 10 pounds on Josh Downs as of now, mm-hmm. and Zay mm-hmm. put that on after the season. So right. that was a little different. But when you look at 40, broad jump, vertical, all these things, hands hand they have the size, exact same length. hand size. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's fascinating. And then you go through, it's even more interesting. If if you just guys, if you just search them and go on the, the NFL's website or whatever mm-hmm. and look at the combine kind of tracker, like their strengths are the same, their weaknesses are the same. They're the same prospect. And that's what I'm so excited about. Where can they end up? Do they get in a really good situation where a, a quarterback needs a go-to guy, needs that slot guy, um, mm-hmm. and, and can really lean on them early in their career? Because I think that's Man, you're getting two really good guys when you look at those two towards the top of the ACC's rankings here. You are. And we've had them both. We had Zay Flowers on at Media Day. We just had Josh Downs on. You can tell how they would really impress in an interview setting as well with all these job interviews yeah. that they're doing yeah. basically in the NFL. Yeah. So can't wait to see where Josh Downs ends up. Same thing with Zay. Appreciate his time. I thought he was really 
candid with us. And I always appreciate that with guys, right? Like, let's just <laughs> chat. Tell us how it went down. I mean, you're going That's through right. this for the first time. And so, again, just shout out to Josh for joining us. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun talking with him. Again, the candidness, the realness, uh, just peeling back that curtain for us and, and walking through all the different things. It was a lot of fun, great conversation, and uh, we're, we're super excited about his future. Wherever that ends up, wherever that's going to be, uh, he, he's going to be a heck of an addition you know, to some team. But that's it from us, guys. We're coming in next week. We're talking about the Seminoles. Come on, FSU talk cannot but wait, wait Mac, but uh, wait. to dive into that. We've whoa, got whoa, whoa. a UNC episode coming out. This I'm mixing too. up my days. What day is it, KG? It's Monday. We've got a Wednesday episode. <laughs> Wednesday uh, will be Tar first. Heels. That's right. That's right. We're talking about the Tar Heels. Then next week on Monday, we will there talk we about go. the Seminoles. So super excited for both of those. We're jumping into our spring reviews, uh, and we'll have some more players, some really high-caliber guys that are going early in this coming NFL draft. So that's it from us, guys. Another great episode. Thank you to our partners over at Ingles. Really appreciate them. And if you're not watching us on YouTube, what are you doing? Get over there. Subscribe. Jump in the comments. We really appreciate you guys over there and the OGs on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe as well. Uh, but until next time, we'll see y'all.